0: You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's Tea Time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie, and you're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. So I'm here doing a solo episode because I made a super rookie podcaster mistake when Chelsea and I recorded over the weekend. Um and our audio was super subpar. So I just made a super big mistake and I couldn't bring myself to actually put up an episode that had such bad audio, so Chelsea and I are going to be re-recording that episode for next week, and it's going to be amazing. I promise, people are going to love it. Um, but to make up for that, because I'm just super bummed, and I really wanted everyone to have an episode this week, so I'm here. Uh, I have a day off from work. Uh, I'm going to record a solo episode to make sure. Um, everyone has something to listen to for this week. So for this mini episode, I'm actually going to be talking about the CW TV show Supernatural. So I mentioned in the last episode that I had watched the 300th episode of the series, and it was honestly kind of a super heartwarming experience because I haven't watched a new episode of Supernatural in About two and a half years or so I think the last season I watched was season 11 And now we're on season 14 So it's actually even more than that So I watched all of season 11 So I haven't watched 12, 13 Or pretty much any episode of this season Uh, But because it was the 300th episode And because of what happened I couldn't not watch it basically So uh, watching this episode kind of got me thinking about You know about the show and everything that I loved about it from back in the day when I was super hardcore into Supernatural. And so I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. And Chelsea told me that I could have free reign to spend a little bit of time talking about why I like this episode so much. So first of all, it's the 300th episode, which is kind of an insane number to think about because how many TV shows have you watched uh, that have reached that high of an episode count, and is still a super popular. They even got renewed for an additional season. So who actually knows when this show is going to end? It was a five-season show that is now on season 14. So it's kind of crazy to really think about it like that. Um, so basically, I'm going to be spending a little bit of time talking about this episode and why it's so important to the show, the fans and specifically to Jeffrey Dean Morgan himself, who plays John Winchester, uh, because he always talked about wanting to come back to the show, but if he was ever asked, it had to be in the right way. It had to be for all the right reasons, basically. And I think that this particular episode was everything that he had previously discussed and talked about at in interviews, at you know supernatural conventions, and all of that stuff. So... I think it's important to spend a little time to talk about it. So this episode was called Lebanon. Uh, It's season 14, episode 13. Still blowing my mind that this show's been around since 2005. Uh, So the plot for this episode is investigating the murder of a hunter of theirs, Sam and Dean come into possession of a collection of occult items from a pawn shop, including a cigar box containing the ghost of John Wayne Gacy and a Chinese pearl that grants the holders greatest wish. Dean attempts to use the pearl to get rid of Michael, the archangel. This is like plot stuff that I don't know about because I haven't watched the show. Uh, But instead, inadvertently summons John Winchester from 2003. While the Winchesters are initially thrilled to have their family reunited, the removal of John from 2003 alters the timeline, creating a world where Sam runs a law firm and is internet famous, and Dean is a wanted serial killer, and Castiel is an unquestioning and loyal soldier of heaven still. So we're like circa season four Castiel, which is really funny. So Castiel arrives in Lebanon, Kansas with Zachariah, played by Kurt Fuller, to investigate the changes to history because it was like this massive blow to the timeline kind of thing. Uh, Leading to a conflict which ends with Zachariah killed by Sam and Castiel banished. Uh, Though reluctant, the Winchester family decides that they must destroy the Pearl and send John back to 2003 to prevent the new timeline from becoming a reality. After an emotional goodbye, John is returned to his own timeline, uh, leaving him thinking that the experience was only a dream, while history restores itself to normal. So basically, John got pulled out of his normal timeline and dropped into 2019, and everything that... Any of them had done, so everything that John, Dean, and Sam had done in the past was basically uh, slowly being undone. So they're kind of stuck in this time paradox uh, where everything is shifting around them. So slowly, all the things that they have done in the past just sort of start to drift away. So kind of think about like Back to the Future alternate timeline with like Biff, Biff, (laughs) being in charge and all of that stuff like having that hotel and married to uh marty's mom kind of thing it's an alternate timeline uh that's running in parallel to the actual timeline so in order to fix that they kind of have to basically decide that john needs to go back to his timeline or everything every person every moment everything that they've ever done will go back to as if it never happened and mary uh Obviously, like Sam and Dean's mom, who was brought back to life at the end of season 11, uh, will basically just go back to being dead. So it will be as if it never happened. And John, who his whole life mission was to avenge uh, Mary's death, it was just unquestionable. He. He was like, there's no question between me and your mother. Obviously, your mother is going to stay is basically what he was telling Dean. So um, John decides that he has to be sent back. And it's kind of an emotional – it's a very emotional episode, especially for fans that have been watching the show for this entire time. So I'm going to kind of go through some of the important things that I think were important in the episode. So obviously John Winchester coming back was – huge. Um, And the boys sort of sit down and tell him everything that's happened since he died. So I know that in the episode, uh, Dean thought that using the pearl was going to wish Michael out of his head. However, it grants your deepest heart's desire. That's what it's supposed to grant. And let's not even mince words about it, that his deepest desire has always been to have his dad come back. And so when he made that wish, obviously it was going to be John Winchester coming back because it's something that he's always wanted. And so he comes back, they kind of tell him everything that's been going on since he's died. And, uh, John says like going out, taking out yellow eyes. He goes, that's what it's always been about. Um, getting the thing that killed your mother is what he says. And then, but now, like, it's different because Mary's not actually dead anymore. She's back. So it um, happened where they were like, well, dad, like, about mom. And then she, like, shows up at the bunker. And, like, immediately he just, like, starts to get super emotional. And he turns around and, like, it's the first time they've seen each other since Mary died, like way before the show even started, when Sam, when Sam was baby and when Dean was like like a little little kid. So it's been forever for John since he's last seen Mary. So like they immediately like hug and kiss, and it's like a beautiful reunion. But uh, Sam starts to question like where is Dad from? Like is this some sort of time paradox kind of thing? Um, but I mean, we already know that that's, that's what it is. But the big, the big thing is, is that, uh, what fans wanted to see was something between John and the boys, because that's the most important thing to all of us was because they were always together and, um, Sam and John used to fight all the time about how, um, how Sam was raised and how they were raised in the hunter life and you know, what kind of father John was. And when Sam left to go to Stanford before the show started, um, like he said some pretty awful things to John. And so Sam and John kind of have this heart to heart and John is apologizing, you know, for all the things that's happened and, uh, basically telling Sam how sorry he is that, you know, that they should talk about the things that upset him. And he goes, I'm not, Sam's had a lot of time to think about it. And he kind of tells him that he's not mad about all of the things that have happened between them. And he goes, I don't want to talk about it. He goes, I've already forgiven you for that. He goes, and Sam, and John is like, well, he goes, you had no problems talking about it before you left for Stanford. Cause that's like the most recent memory for him. But Sam is sort of like, it's not about, all the things that we did in the past, he goes, when I think about you, I think about you all the time, a lot lately. He goes, it's more about me coming into the hospital and seeing you there on the floor dead and not getting to say goodbye. And let me tell you, I was crying (laughs) because it's always been hard between the two of them because they bump heads a lot. And I don't think Sam's ever really forgiven himself for not being able to say goodbye to his dad before he passed away and getting to tell him that, you know, he doesn't hate him. And this was kind of their moment to basically say all the things that they've never gotten to say. And they they hug, and it's really super emotional because John's never not been proud of the person that Sam was becoming and then obviously that the person that Sam has become. So... For Sam to say that, like, that's the only thing he thinks about. Like, that's super heartbreaking. And I'm glad that they could, like, forgive each other for all the things that have happened in the past and be able to move forward, even though we already know that John can't stay. Um, But like later on in the episode, uh, Dean and his dad kind of have this moment and Dean's been with his dad every step of the way through most of the things because, you know, Sam went off to college and Dean stayed and hunted and that's all he's ever really known. So it's always been Dean and his dad and his dad passing away was obviously like super, super hard on him. And, um, I don't think ever John's really told Dean how much, how proud he is of him. It doesn't, he doesn't talk about it very often and they kind of have this heart-to-heart, heart, and John tells Dean just how proud he is of him and everything that he's accomplished. And he kind of tells him that he had always hoped that once they killed um, the yellow-eyed demon that that Dean would be able to have a better life, to have a family, to um, do something that's not hunting, that that's what he always kind of dreamed for him. But Dean says, I have a family. Like Sam is his family, Castiel, And all and like they have their mom back now, so it's been like Dean's never been upset about the life that he's basically been living his this whole time. I mean, I'm sure there's moments where he wished he'd had something normal. Like he tried that with Lisa, and it didn't work out. And um, in a couple of other episodes, things have changed. I think it was the one with the Jin, with the genie, where he they gave him a normal life where he was living sort of this white picket fence kind of life, but he didn't have the same relationship with Sam, which was something that he always, like, was always so important to him. So not having that same relationship with Sam was no doubt, like, I wouldn't, I don't think he would live a life where he didn't have this closeness and relationship with his brother. So it was really kind of wonderful and emotional to see John tell Dean just how proud he is of him because that's just not something that we got to see a lot in the early days of the show and then John Winchester died like at the end of season one into uh well end of season like beginning of season two so we didn't really get to see a lot of him and towards the end of the episode um when they decide that John needs to go back to his timeline um they're sort of all the whole family is like standing there and John basically tells the boys just how proud he is of them and how much he loves them. And like even talking about it now, it's kind of emotional. I know it's like fictional, but it's been, I think we've been waiting like 12 and a half years for a moment like this to happen in this show. And it was kind of emotional to have them have to send him back because it was almost like losing him all over again, but they got to say all the things and- spend the time together that they never really got to spend as a whole family, which was a big deal for all. obviously all four of them. And uh, Sam, Dean, and Mary will remember this moment, but John wakes up in the Impala back in his own timeline in 2003, and he remembers it like a dream. So it was he won't remember that it actually happened that he was reunited with the boys later on in life. And then he got to see Mary again. Um, but I mean, at least like, at least it happened. So like, that's sort of the gist of what happens. Um, obviously like there's that whole section where the timeline is all crazy and, uh, Zachariah and Castiel show up and Cass is like circa season four, like warrior, Angel for Heaven kind of thing, and so that was interesting to see him act that way again. And also, the satisfaction of watching Zachariah get killed again was pretty great because he was just a really awful archangel, too. So that was great. It was also really funny to see Kurt Fuller again as Zachariah. So it was pretty funny to like see that kind of reunion thing. Um, but now I kind of want to talk about like why. Why John coming back was such a meaningful moment because, I mean, like I mentioned before, it's been sort of 12 and a half years in, like, waiting for this. Uh, he His character died at the beginning of season two, and then we didn't see him again until the end of season two when he comes back as, like, a ghost. And then we don't hear anything again from John Winchester. Um, so it's been this sort of, like thing amongst the fans and around the show where we've always wanted to see sort of a reunion between the boys and their dad just to see how it would be between them because there's always been a lot of talk about how John was not a great father and didn't treat them as they should have been treated and their relationship wasn't great and to be honest, like, that's quite true because, I mean, they gr- they grew up as hunters. He taught them to hunt, and we get a lot of flashbacks of how the boys were growing up. Like, we see it in A Very Supernatural Christmas in Season 3. We see a lot of it in Something Wicked. Um, I think that's Season 1 or 2. Uh, in some of these episodes early on where we get glimpses of how the boys sort of grew up and— Obviously, like, we see their relationship with their dad a lot towards the end of season one, beginning of season two, before he just leaves. And so it was an incredibly meaningful moment to have him finally come back to the show in a manner that was, like, great to the way that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays John Winchester, would have wanted. So... Uh, he's always kind of talked about if, and when he came back, how he wanted to do it. So he talked about it at, um, I was at a supernatural convention, his very first one, when he showed up, um, to do a panel and he, people ask him all the time, like, would you come back to the show if they asked you? And he always said that he would, but he wanted to do it for the right reasons and in the right way. It had to fit with the story or, um, be the right time. And the one thing that, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan always talked about was he wanted to come back and sort of fix the relationship between John and Sam because that was always sort of a big thing for the actor because he didn't like how their story ended. It just abruptly ended and they never really resolved anything between the two characters' um, storylines. And he wanted to come back and fix that and then be able to like just tell like, have John tell the boys just how proud he is of them. And I think the writers of the show did that in the best way that they could. Um, a lot of people were pretty worried, especially like fans were worried about um, them bringing him back because a lot of times they've done this sort of fan service kind of thing where it's like, here's this character you've been wanting back. Have it. You're welcome. Now, shut up. And people were worried it would be something similar to that, but I don't, it didn't feel like it was. It it was one of those one-off episodes that you could watch without having to have watched, you know, previous episodes, and it, they did it in the right way. Like, yeah, it was still sort of a fan service kind of thing, but not in a harsh way. It was sort of perfect. Like, even though he couldn't stay and they made it Uh, good reasons as to why. I mean, they've done that whole like timeline shift thing before where uh, things get all weird because you change something in the timeline and they've had to revert it. So that wasn't a surprise when you figured out that he was really from 2003 and not from like bringing him back from the dead. But I think the reason why, like, this episode was so emotional is because we've been waiting for so long for this reunion to happen. And, like, talking about it, like, I get emotional because, I mean, I know it's fiction and stuff, but, like, I started watching the show in 2005 when it started. Like, I was there since pretty much since day one and up until, you know, the last few years where I stopped watching the show because I just didn't have time, I was losing interest, and... I didn't really like the storyline that was going on and there were, you know, there were like a bunch of different things and then life gets in the way and all those things. Um, but, I, you know, I started going to Supernatural Convention, like I've been going every year since I think 2011, so that's a long time to be going to convention and this is actually the very first year where I'm not going to Supernatural Con because I haven't been watching the show and also it's getting too expensive to warrant... Like, such a hefty expense to go. Um, I'm sure I'll go back again at some point because there are. I really want to go to the convention in Vancouver or the one in Dallas because those two are like super great versus the one that I go to in Las Vegas. Um, But it was like, it was very heavily emotional because this is something that, you know, I've always wanted to see because I always. Like, you always know with the characters that, like, Dean's dad coming back was something that he always wanted. And he finally got that. And, like, it's one of those things where, like, when the boys get emotional, like I do. So, like, we were all sitting there. Like, my whole family was watching this episode. And, like, my sister's crying. My mom's crying. I'm crying. And, like, my dad's just, like, sitting there judging us, um, like, normal. But it was very emotional. Like I watched clips before I started recording and I started crying just watching the clips. Um, just for like a little bit of research since I haven't watched the episode, like I only watched the episode the one time, but it, it was great. Like, I'm glad that they chose to do this, that they picked um, very meaningful episodes of 300 to be able to uh, do this for the fans, for the character of John Winchester to sort of put an end cap on his character. Who knows if he'll come back again somewhere down the line. Who knows how long this show is going to continue going on. Um, who knows if I'll ever go back and start watching it again, I'm sure. Because watching this episode just sort of brought back all the memories of like how much I really enjoyed this show. And um, I was actually hanging out with my friend Becca and both of us really like Supernatural, but we were sort of reminiscing on all the episodes from the past that we really, really liked a lot and laughing about, you know, our favorite episodes and which ones were super funny. And um, it makes me kind of want to jump back in and start watching the show again. Um, It'll take me a while to catch up, but I'm sure it'll happen. And I look forward to being able to go back to Supernatural convention and actually know who the actors and the characters are because that would be really helpful because it was really awkward last year. (laughs) Um, But I think that's all I got for this. Um, If you are a Supernatural fan or you've watched some of the episodes and this is something that you do want to watch, you don't really have to catch up to be able to do it. Because it's one of those, like, one-off episodes that doesn't really advance the plot. The only thing you need to know is that uh, Mary Winchester came back. That's pretty much it. Because, I mean, they make mentions to other parts of the plot, like um, Dean having Michael, the Archangel Michael, in his head. Um, I don't really know much about that. I just know that that was going on um, from clips and things that I had seen online. And that they live in the bunker in Lebanon, Kansas, which belongs to the Men of Letters, which was something that they found, like, earlier, like, several seasons ago. So if you are even semi-caught up, you might know about that. But honestly, like, great episode. If you'd watched the first five seasons, I mean, it wouldn't hurt to watch this episode because they don't really talk about a whole lot. So it was just nice to, like, see the reunion and um, be happy that it even happened and that they like did it on the show so um that's gonna wrap up this mini solo episode that i decided to do for tea time um the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website TeatimewithKC.com. feel free to reach out to us via twitter or instagram by using the handle at tea time with kc you can also chat us up on facebook at facebook.com forward slash tea time with kc also, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel, please feel free to email us at twithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Media Network by visiting geek2geekmedia.com. The Twitch stream subscription links for Capsule J and Troidal Power uh, will be included in our show notes as well. And you can also chat with us in real time by joining our Slack workspace or our Discord server and invite links for those will be included in our show notes. So until next time, bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea. I'm Void. And I'm Beach, And together we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek, too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights, sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch, where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch.